Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. And then, you know, but the big thing about Twitter, I think this is why it's kind of the forefront right now and everybody's focused on it because you got all, you got politicians using it. You got celebrities utilizing this. Everybody's on Twitter. And I don't know if it's because it's just something real easy for everybody to operate or if, you know, celebrities are getting, you know, they're getting off on the feedback that they're getting from people. Like, I don't know why, but everybody's seriously on this. I'm even on Twitter now. I didn't even have a Twitter. Now I'm there. Um, just cause I want to see what's going on and I want to be in the know and guys, this is, I mean, in, in my opinion, this is like replacing, um, social media is replacing the news to an extent. All right. It is mm-hmm. not too many of us sit in the front of the TV anymore and catch a daily news. We get ads on our phones. We get what's trending on Google. We see what people are talking about on Twitter or maybe some things that are being reposted on like TikTok or other social media accounts. So it would make sense if people are going to Twitter for a news source that the government would want to censor it. Right. Well, the advertisers are all going to go where the eyes are. And if you're seeing a lot of ads in places that annoy you, that's because that's where the eyeballs are at. So pay attention to these things um, and let that kind of steer your common sense. Um, So if you get a, if you get annoyed by the ads, there's a reason for that. Um, But Twitter is absolutely it's super easy to use, and he wants to turn it into one of the most reliable news sources around because he knows where the engagement is at, and he knows where that interaction is at, and he already knows that a lot of people turn to Twitter for their news. Some people absolutely use it for gossip. I use it mostly to find information that would be reported on the news. I use it as a news source, and it is a viable news source, but you also have to have common sense and discernment enough to realize a lot of it is BS, but a lot of it is not. No, I get that. Well, that's the other thing, too, is people, um, I think people are kind of hard, I think it's kind of hard for people to judge things correctly, like, should I believe the story, should I not believe the story? I think some people have, it's really hard for them to distinguish the truth or not, right? Yeah. And especially when things are just being pushed all day long at you on social media, and it's just being flooded, you don't know what to believe, and things pop up so quick. And they dissipate so quick and it's on to the next story. Like what I, what I hate, and I see this a lot and I see people get hung up on these, on these stories uh, that, that come in and like, it's this big, huge thing. Like, Oh my God, the world is coming to an end because this one thing is happening. And then the next thing you know, it's over and they're pushing something new. It's more or less how they're doing it. It's still all about the ratings. It's all about the ads. It's all about taking your data. It's, that's what it's about. So the more sensational you can make it, the better. 
Yeah. And again, sensationalism sells and we know this and it's unfortunate that it does because it detracts away from a lot of the important things. Um, and, and what it causes is it causes for a lot of people to be hurt. So we play a very dangerous game, especially when we have a voice and when we have a platform. Um, I've, I've talked about that a lot too. Um, as you know, in, in lives and, and one-on-one with people. And I, I'm always reminding myself, um, when I, when I repeat things, it's because I'm, <laughs> I'm repeating it because it's important, but I'm also using it to remind myself to, to keep my feet on the ground um, and remember where I'm at and where I came from too. Um, but when you begin to have a, a large platform, you have to remind yourself and you have to remember that, that you have a voice and that can be dangerous and you can use it for good and you can use it for bad. And you have to make sure if you're going to declare a point that you have to be objective about it unless you want to pick and choose sides and then you're already eliminating 50% of your crowd potentially. Um, but you also play a very dangerous game between what's true and what's false, what's information and what's misinformation. As much as I hate the whole campaign against misinformation, we have to be honest and remain objective and say, yeah, there is a lot of misinformation out there, but there's also a lot of information that's true that's being censored as well. It's no different on either side. It doesn't matter what side you want to look at it as. You can look at it and say, oh, the Democrats are censoring everything, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, um, I mean, the other side does it too. They're wanting to censor and they're wanting to attack too. You have two sides just sitting here actively attacking each other day in and day out. If you want things to be better, one of those sides is going to have to step up and be better. Otherwise, it's never going to be better if you're continuing to just go at each other's throats. Somebody's going to have to say, stop. Let's be a little more transparent here. Let's stop Let's stop going at each other's throats. Let's stop trying to say this thing and that thing about these people. Let's stop trying to degrade people and defame people and slander people. And, and let's, let's find some sort of common ground. Somebody's got to do that. And if it's Twitter that has to do that, then great. Somebody's got to do it. Right. And I do want everybody to kind of, you know, how Jake is saying, like, you know, not picking sides. Guys, we've been we've been engineered to fight over this shit for years. Our, our parents taught us it growing up. It's been ingrained in us. It's been drilled into us. We have to fight over what side we're on. And it's so weird how when you bring up the people like, yeah, I'm not about that. I, I don't really care anymore. You know, it's it's not something I give a shit about. I'm not doing this right or blue shit. It's amazing how quick people shut down because they don't hear that every day. That's It's so uncommon for them to hear that. They don't know where to go with it. They just stop. Yeah, when you're and, like, I simply don't care. They're like, what do you mean? You don't care. What do you mean? You don't pick a side. What? What yeah. is this? Yeah. And I mean, you guys know when you, if you guys go back, we're, um, for those of you guys that are in the live right now, I do want to say this. Uh, we're coming up on two years. Janu- uh, New Year's is going to make two years of doing live shows over here. Um, so I have a live special I'm working on for you guys. It just, it just popped in there. But anyway, when I came over here about two years ago and I was, I started doing lives here, I was very right wing and I, I would like drill that home. And I had very few Democrats that would come into the show. I had one, uh, Pook, I don't know where Pook's been. I haven't seen him, but he was like our unicorn Democrat that would come into the show. And it was like really odd for someone left to stick around in here, but they came here because, we made good points. We presented good arguments. 
and the show was either us talking about prepper related stuff or just kind of screwing off for the evening. Right. So it was like, well, it doesn't matter. This guy's cool. It doesn't matter that he believes something different, but now my belief system is totally opposite. Like I'm still conservative. I still want my guns. I still want my freedoms. I still want that stuff, but I'm not drilling home that it's a, a, a red or blue problem anymore. Cause it's not. No, it's not. And I mean, we, people, people like you and I, we, we've got to be careful too. Like you were saying, um, you know, it, because you're right. It absolutely blows people's minds when you tell them that you don't pick and choose sides. Well, they, they look at you like you're a unicorn or an alien. They're like, well, what are you then? And, and my answer is that I don't have to be anything, dude. Why do I have to pick a side? I don't have to. Why can't I borrow things from every side and take the good and leave the bad away and make my own informed decisions? Why can't I have my own informed consent? Why do I have to choose your side or allegiance to your side? You don't have to do that, and you should not do that. The two-party system was only meant to do one thing, which was divide. And look at the rift. Look at the, It's not even a rift anymore. It's a grand canyon in between two groups of people with opposing beliefs. That nowadays, one side can say, well, I think, I think hamburgers are delicious. And the other side says, well, that's stupid because hot dogs are better. And if you don't like it, then I'm going to slander you and you're a piece of crap. And I'm going to call and get you fired from your job. And I'm going to ruin your business. We've, we've taken it to the, to, the, to the 10th degree. We've cranked it up to 12. And nothing is going to be solved that way. And if people want things to get better, you have to want them to get better. And if that's not the case, then the only thing left is the chaos. And right now we have chaos because people are angry. And it seems that right now people don't want it to get better because they're upset. And I get that. But you have to also understand when we act on emotion, we make horrible decisions. So in this way, we're all being very wrong in how we conduct ourselves especially with, with people who have platforms, who know that they have a voice and make gobs and gobs of money talking against one side or another and, and, and completing, completing that rift divide and, and, and following that, that whole thing. It's, it's wrong. And that's, that's something that when you're in an echo chamber of people who do nothing but agree with you, you you forget that maybe sometimes you're wrong because you have everybody around you telling you that you're right all the time and you need some people around you to say you know what that's kind of dumb and you might be wrong dude um here's here's why it's dumb <laughs> and you should be able to listen to that hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food go to www.readywise.com and use code doom10 at checkout for 10 percent off all your survival food needs Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. No, I 100% agree, except for the fact, um, hot dogs are better, Jake, just for the record. Uh, but to go into uh, Eric's comment here, he says, uh, if you listen to James, slightly serious, he sums it up, the bet, uh, sums it up best that both political parties have the same, I guess, end goal in mind, but just have different ways of achieving it. Right. That's and, great. And yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, if you could keep, and I say this all the time, if you can keep the people divided, so they're arguing amongst each other and not arguing against the government itself, that's, that's their end game. That's their goal is watch us be 
just ignorant to what's going on. Watches have no clue what's going on. Fight amongst ourselves so they could keep doing whatever they want so they could further enslave people around the world. It's not even a problem just in this country. It's a problem all over the world. I mean, we get reports all the time about the things that are happening in Italy or Australia or, you know, just in different areas around the country. We see how bad things are. And we've been, and I mean, I know Jelly's floating around in here somewhere, no offense to Jelly, but we've been watching the people of Australia get tearing to shit for years um, yeah. with the control over the people and what's going on. And it seems like just when you think enough is enough, they're imposing one more thing on them. And everybody's like, well, God, I hope that doesn't happen in America. I hope that doesn't happen here. Yeah, that's, I hope it doesn't happen here either. But when you have separation and divide over shit that doesn't make a lot of sense, like, I don't know who's getting voted into power, and I don't know which bathroom you should go in, and how people prefer to be identified, you're you're slowly letting these things happen because you're not fighting the fight for the things that need to be fought against, right? But I also have to wonder, is that is it even a fight at all, you know? Um, if you kind of get my point that I'm making, is that what's what's the senseless fighting for <laughs> um when it when you put the bigger picture up against it you know just all of those examples that you said when it comes down to it who really cares you know i in all honesty i don't really care if you want to call yourself something other than something else i don't care at the end of the day i care about what kind of person you are if you're a good person if you treat people well, if you work hard, if you're motivated, if you have goals, all of that stuff that we that we uh, built this country on, all of this, you know, that a lot of that has to do with our culture. We're borrowing of cultures. That is our culture is that we borrow from every other culture. We don't really have our own. That's true. But it really doesn't matter, dude. It, it doesn't matter. And it, you know, my neighbor, for example, he's awesome. You know, he's He's a 70, what, 74, 75 uh, veteran, um, and he's a hoarder, and he's real eccentric, and he's funny. And uh, I love the guy, and he's always been really helpful, and he's been really nice to us. But, um, you know, let's, let's say that's pretty demonstrative of being a Republican. Um, but if he was like a Democrat and just one of those, like, let's get rid of, you know, let's get rid of guns, let's do this, let's blah, 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 all of the, all of the policy things that are thrown at you to argue – Regardless of all of that stuff, if he was that, if he was that, and something happened to him, like I happen to be outside, I watched him fall down and crack his knee, and he couldn't get up. I'm gonna walk over there and I'm gonna help him, and I'm gonna say, "Dude, are you okay?" And if he needs help, I'm gonna get him medical attention. I'm gonna do all that. I'm gonna take care of him because he's my neighbor. And at the end of the day, a lot of that, 99% of that stuff, makes no difference at all. And at the end of the day, he's super respectful. My wife likes him. We like him. We go over there and chit chat it up. He's a super cool dude. I don't care what side he would pick. I don't care. He's a good dude. Right. And if more people demonstrated that mentality, I don't think we would have half the issues that we do. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's an important thing for us to remember, especially right now when things are so seemingly high tension is is we have to remember to to calm it calm it down a little bit and we have to remember like it's cool to disagree man and it should just be like that yeah i mean you, you're like oh hot dogs are better okay i disagree so what yeah, yeah it I'm doesn't like, doesn't matter it doesn't change anything <laughs> it, <laughs> it doesn't matter you like them i mean i do too but 
<laughs> I mean, just as the example, you know, in your opinion, hot dogs are better. That's great, dude. Uh, I, it, it has no bearing on me or who I am or my day. I don't care. <laughs> like it, I look at it and I'm just like, why would I hate you for that? Or any other thing. I mean, honestly, I've talked to plenty of people who do like Biden and they're just as respectful and they're, they're respectful to me. We don't have all these, well, you're just this, or you're that kind of person, blah, blah, blah. I bet you're yada, yada, yada. We don't have any of these conversations and we have very respectful conversations and I'm friends with people from both sides. It doesn't make a difference to me, man. It makes no difference. Right. You know, and I mean, and again, guys, I was very, very right wing. Um, and I, I would, I would argue with people that I would go back and forth. And then I kind of woke up to the idea that it doesn't matter. Right. It, it doesn't matter. My thoughts don't matter. My opinion really doesn't matter. It matters to me, but it doesn't matter to anybody else. So why waste time arguing and fighting with people? Um, I've made peace with the idea that it doesn't matter who I talk to. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter the arguments I have. I'm not going to change anybody's mind. Right. So I need to do where I need to go where I feel needed and I need to do the things that I feel that are beneficial. And 90% of the time, that's me talking to you guys about like prepping related stuff and to be prepared for things and, you know, to, to kind of be awake to these things that are going on and not lose focus and all this crazy shit that they're putting out there all the time. And I found myself being a lot happier, not worried about what's going on in the government, not watching the news 24 seven. You know, I didn't even go out and vote this last go round because I'm like, I just don't care. I, I don't care. I don't care to go down there and waste my time. Sure. I just, I don't. Um, and a lot of people are like, what? You didn't vote? And I'm like, no. Like, and, and I don't care. Like, I, you know, not everybody has the right to vote. You know, um, you're under 18, you're a convicted felon, things like that. You lose that right. So if that's my right, I can exercise that how I want to. And if I choose to not exercise it, it's very simple. I choose to not exercise it. That's the end of it. And that, that is your opinion as well. Um, a lot of people don't think that way. And I think it's important to note that as well, is that you can vote and you can pick and choose your people however you want. You have every right to do that. Um, but the same, it's the same exact thing as, you know, if you're getting to, to get into an argument or to get into a fight with someone, um, you know, the, the one side may want to, you know, uh, put up their dukes and get ready to fight. Um, doing nothing is probably, in that case, the best response. And sometimes um, not voting is is an opinion. And I think that says a lot, too, um, in, in more ways than one, because you didn't cave to the quote-unquote pressure or perceived pressure of having to pick and choose a side. But also that means that you're secure enough in your beliefs that you say, nah, these guys aren't good enough. I want the best man for the job and and these two or three aren't it for me. And that is my opinion. And I don't have to choose. And you absolutely do not. Your non-vote is also a vote. Oh, exactly. 100%. And I mean, one thing I did want to get into, and I haven't got to read the full story on this either, but um, Jake, do you know about the shooting in North Carolina with the grid going down? Dude, I know like... I know that much about it. I haven't had time to sit down in all seriousness and, and read about it yet. So fill me in, please. Okay. So a power substation attack um, in Moore County in North Carolina left a ton of people in the dark. And yeah, I don't like state of emergency now, right? 
Well, okay, so check this out. They they put a curfew in place, all right? And this is what you got to kind of understand. I guess everybody's got to kind of understand is power is considered critical infrastructure, right? And that's a, that's a power station. That's a septic plant. That's a water treatment facility. All these things that we need that are little lifelines to keep to keep the wheels moving is all considered critical infrastructure. So, I mean, by definition, this would kind of be an act of terrorism. Well, not really. They'll call it that, I'm sure. But it is kind of a terroristic thing, um, even though there was no threats made. Now, basically, what happened is, is the sheriff's like pissed, calling the perpetrators cowards. Um, he's the one that announced the curfew, the sheriff of Moore County. Um, the last I read about it stated that 40, I think 40,000 people were without power in the county. Um, and the outages are the result of intentional damage by firearms to two substations in the county. And these were, I guess, Duke Energy substations. Now, we talk all the time about prepping for grid failure. And I talk all the time about how delicate the power infrastructure is in this country. So you got to think, and I mean, I don't, I don't think they know who did this yet. It could have been a couple dickheads running around with a couple rifles saying, Hey, watch all these sparks. And we shoot at the substation, blah, blah, blah. Look how cool it is. Or it could have been a guy that said, you know what? Fuck Duke energy. I'm sick of this pill. Let me go shoot up this power plant. Right. It could have been, it could have been one of those two situations. Um, I don't think that anybody is out, is out there with like necessarily like a devious intent stating, you know, I, I want all these homes to be without power. But when we talk about grid failure and like having some backups, keeping the batteries in the house, maybe keeping the solar generator, things like this, this was one that never came across my radar of something to be prepared for thinking that some dickhead just going to go shoot up a substation, mainly because these things are a little bit hardened. You know, there's, there's fences outside. These are concrete and steel buildings typically. And I know that a lot of um, like the big transformers and stuff, they send those out for NDT non-destructive testing because people do like to shoot at those things. So they're kind of built for it. Um, but I didn't see this coming. Hmm. So like somebody or a, a group of somebody's went out and just shot up a bunch of substations. Yeah, basically. And I'm trying to pull up more news on it. They shot up two of them okay. um, from what I'm reading here. And I'm trying to find... You know, it just says tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, without power. Another article I read said at the peak was about 45,000 customers without electricity in the county of about 100,000 inhabitants. These guys shut off power to about half the county. And I mean, I feel bad for the people that don't have the power right now. But Jesus, just a couple guys with rifles, if that's if that's who did it, were able to shut off power to half the county. Think about that. They're saying it's a white supremacist group. Like it, it, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not going after you, Karate Jane, but if, if that is the case, like why, why give it a label? Why give it that attention? You have, it doesn't matter where they come from. You have some people acting like fools and acting like complete idiots and ruin, <laughs> ruin the fun for almost 50,000 people. In my opinion, that doesn't it doesn't matter where they come from. You find out who they are and you prosecute them. You know, um, the sheriff did okay, um, and that that seems to me like a like a political narrative talking point, just to push push a narrative right off the bat. I don't know if that's the case or not, um, but people deserve to know 
to at least know who they are and identify them. Um, but, you know, why, why worry so much about if they're part of a group or not, or, or anything like that, you know, well, it's, it's, it's a categorization of categorization of silliness. But if you, I suppose if you can tie them to something that seems on one, one side politically motivated, then I guess in that sense, since it's infrastructure, you, you then would have a domestic terrorism case on your hands. So, I mean, I, I can kind of see it both ways, I guess, but so, you know, on that note, though, um, so one article I'm reading here is saying that they are getting the federal government involved in this, which you knew they would anyway, because it's criti- critical infrastructure mm-hmm. and the dollar amount of damage. I mean, they're putting this up in the millions of dollars of damage. But if you said hate crime, you'll probably get more response from the federal government to come out there and work harder on an investigation. I would. Yeah, I that's going to bolster much more attention. And that's yes. why. I mean, you got all the eyes and ears on you. You better... You better do your job. Oh man. And if if that's the motivation, then that that says something too. Right. And the thing is, is I mean, it seems like the county was very ill-equipped for this as well. Um, but this is what it says. Like they really don't have any leads on these suspects yet. This is an ad, this is an article that came out about an hour ago from NPR. It's the latest article I could find. One or more people used a firearm to attack two Duke Energy, Energy substations on Saturday evening, causing extensive damage. Authorities have not yet released much other information about the attack, including any information about who carried it out or what motive they may ha- they may what the motive may have been, saying only that the investigation is ongoing. The sheriff did say that whoever is responsible knew exactly what they were doing to cause the damage and cause the outage that they did. <clears throat> If that's so, the case, then you I'm can not, consider it being somebody who is a current or maybe former employee or just did their research. But regardless, I mean you gotta if you wanna get the the most reaction out of out of that action, then you you probably have studied a thing or two about substations and critical infrastructure. I mean, I just I just picture I mean, I just picture these two kids that are just out there with a couple of 22s bored out of their minds saying, Hey dude, let's go shoot this up. Cause it's going to be fun. And we're going to get to see all these sparks flying. Like that's, that's what I feel that is. Um, people shoot at electronic stuff all the time. When I was going to take my hunter safety course back when I was like 12 years old, they had a section of power line that they took down and they wanted to demonstrate in, in our hunter safety course class. And it was a, it was a big power line that somebody had shot with a 22 and they said, people do this shit all the time. You guys don't do this because it gives a bad name for hunters everywhere. They just think it's all it's all cool to go shoot at this. And the next thing you know, nobody has a phone working in their house, this, that, the other. Like, they explained it to us. That this is a very common thing for people to shoot at electrical stuff. And the same goes with the um, the transformers we see. And, and that <laughs> that's why I don't think this was like, I don't think it was an act of terror. I don't think this was racially motivated. I'm literally thinking a couple of young kids were just out there popping shots watching the sparks and then they were like oh let's go do another one that was awesome um that's kind of how i'm looking at it too regardless yeah. if they were kids or adults with some some group or affiliated with whatever i i'm literally looking at it like wow you guys are a bunch of dumb kids like doesn't matter who you are or where you come from that's stupid you just right. ruined uh, you ruined the time for fifty thousand people who've done nothing to you're a bunch of stupid kids i mean i just I, I kind of hope that this 
people learn something from this and that is to be more self-sufficient, you know, um, like if, you know, the poor people that are stuck at home right now that maybe have a CPAP machine that's not working or the food's going bad in their fridge or, you know, anything that's going wrong. I hope this is kind of an eye opener saying, Hey, we are vulnerable. We need to do more for ourselves. I hope that there is some good message that does come out of this, even though it does, it is a shitty thing. Um, no, it's terrible. I mean, you have to consider like, you have to consider like your sweet little grandma Mabel on her, on her breathing machine sitting at home. And then all of a sudden, boom, power's out and like nobody comes to visit her, you know, cause everybody's living life and stuff. And she's like, Oh no, what do I do? You know, the one thing I find odd though, is, um, out of all the articles I skimmed through here, I didn't say anything about caliber or how many rounds were fired into these substations. And I mean, that kind of, kind of makes me wonder if how you mentioned before, it might've been somebody that knew what they were doing. Kind of makes me wonder if it wasn't a disgruntled employee. You would, you would think that it was, um, especially when, like when it comes to infrastructure, you know, um, it's like, you can do it a really messy way, but like it, the way that I think about it, man, is that, you know, bullets take precision and they take accuracy. It's not a rocket launcher where you can just shoot it all willy nilly and just say, okay, everything's good. I blew up everything. Right. Like that's, that's a precision tool. A bullet is. And if you're going to do something like, like dismantle a substation, which is huge, you've got to know precisely what you're shooting at and where and how. Exactly. So that was my immediate thought was that it's got to be somebody who either works in infrastructure or had worked in infrastructure. So then it leads me to be like, well, maybe it was a disgruntled employee or maybe it was somebody who was just working there and just wanted to do it because they wanted to commit some act of like domestic terrorism. Goal achieved either way. Oh, no, absolutely. And uh, guys, we are at that point. We got about 14 minutes left here in the show. We are going to start allowing Collins. So if anybody wants to call in to comment on this stuff uh, Jake and I spoke of tonight, whether it's the North Carolina thing, whether it's the Elong thing, I just want to kind of keep us on on track a little bit. And we got Karate Jane calling him first. What's up, Karate Jane? How are you? Good. Guys, listen, I was watching. I know sometimes they say all the news is fake and stuff, but I was just literally watching the six ABC six news and the world news. And on the right before the uh, world news came on at 615, the sheriff said that there has been supreme white supremacist groups that got locked up four years ago for trying to do the same thing. And then they said that's why they think they did it and they will lock them up because they did. Um, they said it was atrocity what they did because all the people lost power sewage swell i don't i'm just telling you what the news said i'm not i don't know either way because like jake said they could just be making that up so they get more federal fbi and all that in there but that's what the sheriff said at 6 15 this evening on abc news yeah and and either way i mean whether they were a part of a group or not i still am gonna see them as like wow you're stupid kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, right. they might. They didn't say if they were adults or teenagers. They said the four once four years ago were arrested for attempting to do the same thing, and they were adults. So, yeah. I mean, if you watch Channel Six News at eleven o'clock, you'll see it. I'm not making this stuff up. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. But I mean, my immediate <laughs> thought is to look at these people and be like, "Why would you do that? 
It's terrible. I mean, that, that, they said the hospitals are on generators, but the other people have no um, electricity. It's freezing cold in PA. I don't know in where they are, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty cold. They have no water. Um, they have no traffic lights, nothing. It hit the sewage, affected the sewage, the electricity, everything. That's why we have bug out bags. We got to prepare for those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, but you know what this uh you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of uh the Texas freeze when they lost power down there in the in the middle of winter. I mean, it's I, I don't know what the temperature is there right now, but I imagine it's not very warm. Um No. I did want to move on to we had raccoon calling and we got preaching and breaching called in too. I'm going to try to get to preaching and breaching first. Uh preaching, are you with us? Yeah, can you? No, dude, let me unmute you. Okay, are you with us? Ready to hear the static. I don't even know if he's with us. Are you here? I can't hear him. Can no. you hear me? Yeah, but it's super low, dude. You got to, like, <laughs> really yell. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Preach it. We got to get you a mic, dude, or a phone or, or something. You sound like you're standing, like, 40 feet away from your phone yelling at it. I'm literally, like, two inches away. Hey Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. What? (laughs) I seriously can't hear you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Love you guys. All right, Love dude. You. <laughs> All right, we got Raccoon that called in as well. Uh, what's up, Raccoon? How you doing, man? It's been a while. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I've been following this. Some friends of mine who served with me down at Fort Bragg there, which is just east of uh, Moore County, uh, they said that that happened Saturday night, and uh, by Sunday morning, Every Home Depot around, every Home Depot and Lowe's and everywhere, so generators around the uh, Moore County area were completely out of them. And they were opening up uh, different buildings and stuff that were run on generators by the city or by private enterprise for people to stay in because it does get quite cold there at Fort Bragg area. I mean, that that's on the same line there. But, uh, yeah, they... It, it was really screwed up, and one of the uh, one of the articles they sent me was a live feed from uh, I think it was ABC Twelve out of Raleigh, and uh, they were talking to uh, people there about it. And then there was an article that was in there about uh, there were supposed to have been some kind of a transgender book day at the library it was supposed to happen on saturday and sunday and uh people were protesting it for about a week and a half i guess from what the article said and now they're saying it it may have been those people who were so upset about it but you know you had to kind of read the article and look into what it's saying 
uh, I might be missing something on it, but there was a lot of people who were really, really outraged there about that. And that's going to happen more than what we think. I mean, it's, it might have been a false flag. It might have been completely intentional. We don't know. They're only going to tell us what they want us to know. Yeah. Oh, I could 100% agree with that. And that's that's the good and bad thing about the Internet is that you're going to get a bunch of really loud people immediately, and you're going to see all these people uh, put the word breaking before their Twitter posts and and speculate on these things. And, and again, going back to how platforms can be valuable and dangerous is that you have people that want to – want to get the information out as quick as possible without any research it's just what i heard okay good let's go with it let's post it let's get all the views let's get all the traffic let's gain all the interest and that's a dangerous thing to do especially when it comes to stuff like this because when it's when it comes down to investigation is you you have to explore every avenue possible that you can and you have to follow every clue that you can find and every tidbit of information and the thing that really sucks about it and the thing that that people that that citizens don't see who who have never worked in in law enforcement or have worked in in that military mindset is that you're going to have a bunch of people thousands thousands of people calling in droves saying i heard it was this i heard it was that the internet said this i heard it from this guy's post i heard it from so and so and you just got a bunch of convoluted information and it just is really misleading and you have to have hours of manpower and money sorting through all this to get down to it and you can only speculate so that's why it's always best to wait and observe and and allow allow law enforcement and investigations to follow through and do what they're supposed to do and if you do have valuable information then absolutely call. But if you're just going on speculation because you saw it somewhere or you heard this or you heard that, it's probably not valid and it, it ends up being a big waste of time and manpower. Yeah, th- there was a girl who was at uh, the uh, protest that they had and uh, the uh, one article talked about uh, she was live streaming it and they went to visit her and she couldn't tell them anything about it. But she said they'll probably be back again because they're, you know, they're trying to find who might have all been there. But she actually live streamed it. So they came to her house. Oh, yeah. And she was one of the first ones, you know, since, I mean, sometimes you don't want to live stream stuff like that if you know it's going to have some kind of a twist because you may end up like January 6th, guys, and be locked in prison for two years just because your phone was in the area or you yeah. had a picture on YouTube. And what's, what's worse is that, like I said, the internet jumps to conclusions. They could take that person yeah. with that live feed and be like, Oh, you were the person and start to blame her. And then you know what happens yeah. is they, they start to dox this chick and they'll put her name out and somebody want to one up that and put out her address and, and family members in it. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah, you know, Ma- real- Mary has it right there. That was supposed to have been a drag show that or drag uh, show scheduled there at the library, and that's where they were protesting that. So I just wanted to throw something real quick out there about the January sixth stuff, guys. I did post an article on the thing about this: is that these guys are still sitting in jail, all right? Which is just outrageous to me. And I mean, these guys aren't getting proper medical care. They're dealing with a lot of physical, mental, bad abuse in there, and um. There are letters coming out now from the prisoners uh, from jail 
and they're they're starting to leak a little bit out of what's going on within there. And guys, this is a situation where I just want to say that if this was any other circumstance, there's people that commit murder and make bail. All right. These guys are sitting in jail because of, of a suppression tactic. That's it. Orchestrated by the U.S. government. That's what it is. There's no other way to slice it. If you can go to if you can commit murder and get out on bail, there's no reason these guys should be in there for entering a public building. Um, but I'm sure more will probably come out about this, too, on Twitter. I think we're going to see a lot of things popping up and happening. Yeah. Well, something, yeah. something about that, though, is they, they uh, don't have any rights to lawyers. They can't talk to anybody outside of the jail, except now they're letting them pass letters out. But I know a guy who was who was uh, found to be in Washington, D.C., because they he posted a picture and he was under 90 days of wearing a Dagon ankle bracelet. And uh, they came to his house almost seven months after this thing went off. And that may have been how long the investigation took. I mean, again, we can speculate, but who really yeah, knows, you but, know, but there's no need for these people to, you know, jail is short term. Um, you sit in jail from anywhere from a couple months up to two years before you go to, to big boy prison. Well, um, max is max is two years. You could do in, in County, right? Unless max, I guess you're max a waiting trial. Yeah. Max, max is two years unless you're waiting sentencing. And in which case that's up to a judge to keep you there um, or to send you to prison for that time being, in which case they just, they bring you back. But um, anything over two years is prison time um, because it's a stress on the County to have to keep somebody that long and take up that, that much needed space. But for them to sit there for two years without, without a fair and speedy trial or, or access to a lawyer or access to anything to research to, to plead their case at all is, is, uh, is, is very much an infringement on their, on their rights. Um, it's, it's, it's unconstitutional. They have, they have certain rights that are available to them while they are incarcerated and, and having access to legal advice is one of them. And they should have already gotten them through initial hearing. If they haven't done that, then there's something very wrong there. Yep. Oh, no, and, and I don't believe they have. And, guys, just real quick, we've got about two minutes left in the show. Um, I'm going to let Jake take us out, but before he does, guys, I want to thank everybody for coming in tonight. I know a lot of people are still um, not understanding that we are on 6 p.m. on Mondays now. Um, I think a lot of people are still not fully aware of this and are, and are not fully aware that these shows are only going to be an hour and a half from now on. I am trying to keep these more structured and more put together to make them easier to upload. Okay. Um, with that being said, Jake, final thoughts, man, take us out of here. Let's remember to take it a little slower in such a fast paced world. Not everything has to zip and fly around all the time at the speed of light and faster than the speed of sound. Um, we always have to remember that the internet is not the real world and it's free for everyone to just shout their opinions and their ideas and less than half of it is true. Discernment is extremely important, especially in today's world, but remember to practice your discernment and practice it respectfully because everybody's just doing their thing. A lot of people are trying to get their bag and keep their bag and use your discernment and understand a lot of it is entertainment value. But just be careful what you consume and don't let it consume you. Absolutely, 100%. Thank you for that, Jake. It was very well put together, man. It's almost like you know what you're doing. 
<laughs> a little bit. I have some ideas that pop up randomly. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. So we're out of here. I want to thank everybody for being here, guys. And catch us, catch me uh, in 30 minutes, guys. The Beans and Weenie Show is actually happening tonight. So come check that out for a good laugh. And we will see you guys next Monday, 6 p.m. Have a great night, everybody. And thank you for being here. Appreciate you all. See you guys. Emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle. Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.